As a strong, independent mother, there is nothing that will get in the way of your child's safety. Soberlink understands the importance of peace of mind when it comes to co-parenting after a divorce. Using the highest quality technology and with features like facial recognition and real-time results, moms like you are empowered with proof that your child is safe. Navigating life post-divorce can be difficult, and having a tool like Soberlink allows for one less thing to stress about. I created this community to provide support for divorced moms like me, which is why I partnered with Soberlink to create this resource, Tips for Single Moms Returning to Work. To access the guide, visit www.soberlink.com forward slash MMO. This week on Moms Moving On. I look at tons of profiles, men and women, you know, all ages, and people do say the same things. So you see a lot of repetitive, you know, like bios and people want to say they're loyal, kind and funny. I have that in my book, how everybody thinks they're loyal, kind and funny. And they all want to say that in their bio, but literally everybody says that. So it's become, you know, it sort of just negates it. So you really have to come up with something that's unique about yourself, you know, and and something that's going to catch someone's attention. And sometimes it's even, you know, it can work in many positive ways because sometimes you're actually, if you're putting something that, you know, is really unique to you, it's going to even draw the people that are attracted to that in you even more so. Life moves on. So why shouldn't we? This is Michelle Dempsey-Moltak, your host of Moms Moving On, navigating divorce, co-parenting, single motherhood, and moving on. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another Moms Moving On. I'm so happy you're here because today we are actually talking about moving on, like way forward, looking ahead into your dating life. I know so many of you come to me with questions about how do I do this? What am I supposed to say? And like, Lord, if I know. That's why we have Alyssa Deneen on today. She is the founder of Style My Profile and the author of a brand new book, The Art of Online Dating. Alyssa, thank you so much for being here. Thanks so much for having me. Happy to be here. I'm so glad that we could do this because like I was telling you off camera, I get endless questions about what you specialize in and I'm the last person to give this advice. So (laughs) I'm so glad that you can and that by the time our listeners hear this, your book will be out in the world and available to them to help them with like the trials and tribulations of online dating. But why don't you give us a little background about you? Yeah. So um, when I was 41, I separated from my husband who I'd been with for 18 years, way before cell phones and definitely never online dated or even considered it. And after, you know, thinking that I might be able to meet somebody in real life or someone was going to set me up with somebody, I quickly realized that was moving very slowly. (laughs) And I was kind of, I was ready to jump in. So I was like, okay, I have to just do the online dating thing. And, um, and I had a couple of single, most of my friends are married, but I had a couple of single friends that had been doing it for a long time. And so they were kind of like, Oh, just do this and just do that. And I think for them, they were, they'd been doing it for a while. So they didn't realize that there's such a learning curve to it. And so, you know, it took me a while to figure out what to put up there, you know, for photos and even coming from a photo and fashion background, 
I still, it still took me a while to figure out what photos worked and what didn't. And then, you know, definitely creating a bio was like a, you know, a process. So, you know, when I, when I decided to start, start my profile and write this book, it was because I really wanted to help people like me who, um, and just to kind of skip all of the learning curve part and get right to the actual dating part. So that was, you know, the big reason that I did this is for mostly divorced, honestly, divorced moms who are like me and kind of just trying to figure it all out. (laughs) Well, I love that because I think there's also on top of like dating being scary and we're all a little bit self-conscious after divorce. Will anybody like me? Like, am I still, you know, sexy, Mm -hmm. desirable? Then there's the issue of I have children and I don't know if that's going to be a turnoff to somebody. And I've heard that so many times. And of course my answer is always like, well, you don't want to be with somebody who doesn't accept your children, but at the same time, do you want to present yourself to the world as like, I'm a mom, 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 mom. Here's my soccer minivan, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. So that yeah. it's, I know it's really hard for a lot of women in that regards was, did you find yeah. the same to be true for you? Well, well, it, I think you really have to, you know, find that balance between like, okay, I have kids, but not giving the message that my kids are my entire life and I don't have time to date. So, you know, you really have to, and ideally you do actually have time to date (laughs) if you're on a dating app uh, or you have to make time, but, um, you know, it's, it's a fine line. I, I always say to my mom clients, like you can include one picture with your kids if you feel comfortable with that. Um, but no more, no more than one. Um, and you don't need to mention it in your profile in your bio, because there's already, you know, there's like the stats section. If they see the picture of you with your kids, they figure that out. So I think it's just, you know, putting it out there, but, you know, not making it the main focus. And then also just remembering that, you know, a lot of the men you're going to be meeting, I mean, depending on what age you are when you get divorced, but a lot of the men are also going to be divorced with kids or divorced and just understand that a lot of the women they're dating are going to have kids. And that's just part of it. Yeah. So I remember being single and being completely terrified of online dating. I had met my ex-husband the old fashioned way we were set up through a friend. And I just like, it was so overwhelming to me. I just didn't even want to cross that bridge. And my brother came down for a visit from New York and took my phone and he was like, we're doing this. Like you need to start putting yourself out there. And I took one look at all the questions they were asking me. And I was like, oh my God, no. And I had him do it. Um, Needless to say, it was useless and deleted within like a week because I met Spencer and it was fantastic. But um, (laughs) I am, I am like 0% the person to talk to about what to put in your profile. So what are, so let's start with some like absolute to do's for your dating profile. Yeah. So absolutes are, you have to have a good, clear, you know, headshot of yourself as your primary photo. One that really, you know, you're looking at the camera, you're smiling, you don't have sunglasses on, you don't have a hat that's, you know, casting a shadow. It should really be a clear photo, you know, shoulders up ideally. Um, And then secondly, you should have a photo of you, you know, being active in some way, like you know, out and about with, you know, either whether it's a hobby or, you know, a lot of people do like a, you know, they even have people take them pictures of them, like on their bike or, you know, cycling or, you know, hiking or something like that. Uh, or even like something simple, like cooking in your kitchen, you know, if that's something you really enjoy. So something that you enjoy doing. Um, and then I usually say to have like one 
social shot, you know, where you're, maybe you're out to dinner and maybe your friend doesn't want to be included in it, but it's like something where you're out and you're, you know, having fun and, you know, and I always encourage my clients to have their friends take pictures of them when they're out anyway, because usually, you know, you've, you've got a little bit dressed up, you've got some makeup on, you know, maybe you did your hair. So it's always a good time to have somebody take a picture for your profile. Um, and it's something that took me forever to remember. I'd come home from nights out and be like, ah, I forgot again to, yeah. <laughs> to have someone take my photo. But, um, you know, you have to get in the habit. Um, so definitely something like that. But then also really it's what's important for specifically men is a full body shot. And, you know, I know a lot of women who are, you know, getting back out there and they feel like you were saying, feel self-conscious and, you know, it's like, that's just a given, I think for a lot of people and that's, that's hard for them, but I think it is important to include that in your, in your profile. Yeah. I, I can't imagine, you know, in this day and age with so many people out there presenting as people they're not, you want to be as upfront as possible so that you can attract someone who's as upfront as possible. No, no secrets here. No, no. And, and actually, you know, I have, I have a friend that, has been online dating. She got divorced around the same time. And, you know, she just does not want to update her pictures. You know, a lot of hers look old. Um, you know, I've tried to tell her, I've I've told her that many times and she, you know, repeatedly shows up to dates and she's even had men like say outright, like, wow, you look nothing like the photos you put up there or, you know, or yeah, no, it's horrible. And I'm like, well, why don't you just update all your photos? And anyway, so she keeps running into the same thing, but is really reluctant because she, you know, she just doesn't feel as good now. And she's just feeling like, you know, but I'm like, you're not doing anybody anything. You're wasting your own time more than anything by putting those out there. So really I, I have, you know, I encourage my clients to have, like maximum two years old, maybe three, if you really, really do look the same. Yeah. So in terms of the written and your experience, how much are, if we're talking about heterosexual dating or all Mm -hmm. dating, I should say, how much is the person looking for you concentrating on the words in your profile versus just, oh, this person looks good. Let me, let me send a message. Yeah, actually. And that's a question I get a lot um, because I think when online dating first started way back when it was Tinder and, you know, people were really just swiping through photos, a lot of women were told, oh, you don't even need a bio because men don't read it. I I have a lot of male clients and they all read the bios. So actually is, oh yeah, no, it's really important. Actually, Um, people really do read the entire thing. And I mean, now there are a lot of them, they're so brief anyway, but people actually go by that now, you know, I mean, of course they're looking at your photos of, you know, sure. But the bio is important. And I hear that, you know, directly from men that they, you know, that they all read the bios too. So that gives me more important. That's, that's totally different from the answer I thought you were going to give me. So that makes me feel good (laughs) for, you know, the women out there who want to be heard and, and not just looked at. So what, what are we saying in these profiles? Like, what do we write? That's the other, the other part to that is that, you know, people are going through lots of profiles and you really do need to have, you have to write something that's going to be not like what everybody else is right. And everybody does 
and listen, I look, I look at tons of profiles, men and women, you know, all ages and people do say the same things. So you see a lot of repetitive, you know, like bios and people want to say they're loyal, kind and funny. I have that in my book, how everybody thinks they're loyal, kind and funny. And they all want to say that in their bio, but literally everybody says that. So it's become, you know, it sort of just negates it. Um, So you really have to come up with something that's unique about yourself, you know, and, and something that's going to catch someone's attention. And sometimes it's even, you know, it can work in many positive ways because sometimes you're actually, if you're putting something that, you know, is really unique to you, it's going to even draw the people that are attracted to that in you even more. So, you know, if you're really generic in your bio, it's going to be, you know, kind of attracting most types of people because you're not really being specific. So I think the more unique to yourself you can be, the better, not just for it to catch someone's attention, but to catch the right people's attention. So, um, it's a little, no, so give me an example, like loyal, kind and funny. They can figure that out on the first date, but you know, Right. Loves a hot dog at a baseball game, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like it it can be simple. It doesn't have to be anything crazy, but like the things that, you know, I had a client just say to me recently, um, you know, because I have this whole questionnaire that I give to clients asking all these questions and I say, what's the quirkiest thing about you? This is a really tough one for a lot of people. A lot of people leave that blank. Um, But his was, he puts a packet of hot chocolate in his coffee every day and he even travels with them. And I was like, that is so cute, actually. (laughs) And like, it's just, it was just like original and cute. I think that if I read that in, in a bio, I'd be like, oh, that's interesting. You know, just like little things like that, that kind of just catch your attention. It doesn't have to be anything deep or major, or, you know, it's just these little things. I love that loves a hot dog at a, at a baseball game, you know? So I think it's just not just going for the usual, you know, as I say, bio, your resume as your bio, you know, like where you're from, where you went to college, how many kids you have, you know, you just, you want it to be a little more interesting. So I don't know if you know yet, but I went ahead and did a thing. I wrote myself a little book and it's going to be available to all of you in January of 2022. That's just a few months away and I am so excited for you to be able to get your hands on it. It's called Moms Moving On, Real Life Advice on Conquering Divorce, Co-Parenting Through Conflict and Becoming Your Best Self. Now I bet you're wondering what it's all about. That's a great question. It's pretty much like a what to expect when you're getting divorced, a how-to guide for moms, if you will. Here's what the professionals say. Moms Moving On is filled with practical, actionable, and empowering advice from someone who has been through it and has come out the other side. Through Michelle's guidance, you'll learn how to navigate your divorce with confidence, adjust to life as a single mother, and shift your perspective to find your way back to your best self. From co-parenting to dating as a single mother, you'll learn how to truly move on and create the life you deserve. Yes, you will. Ladies, check it out now on my website, momsmovingon.com, and you can pre-order it so you can be the first to get your hands on it. Now, what do you not want to say in terms of your past? Is it okay to say how long you've been divorced, if you're in the process of separating? Because that's for a lot of women, they don't know what to say there. I know. And that's actually, um, interestingly, there are, there's definitely a divide in the people that are okay with dating someone who's just separated and not divorced yet. 
And then there's people that are really like, absolutely not, unless you're fully divorced. Um, for me, that wasn't a big deal. And I, I feel like most of the guys that I dated, it wasn't a big deal because I was going through my divorce for two years. So it can be such a long process. And I was like, so checked out of that marriage, like, you know, way before I'd even moved out. So, you know, it's mm-hmm. like I felt like for me, I was very much ready. There was no chance of me getting back together with my ex. Like, you know, I feel like people need to be a little more open-minded about that because there's so many different varying stages of, of when you're going through a separation and divorce, as you know, and you know, I, think I think only a, a divorce person are like ready right away. Yeah. I think only a divorced person though, like would understand if you're still going through the process because they understand the process, they know it's not an overnight thing and yeah, you deserve yeah. to meet somebody regardless whether it's done or not. Right. Right. And I, I mean, I've, you're right. Actually, I feel like a lot of clients say, you know, this person has never, you know, is, has never been married, so they don't understand. And mm-hmm. it, it's, you know, it is such a long process that you kind of have to just be, give people a little leeway on that. But as far as mentioning it, I mean, first of all, all the, you know, all of the apps have like a stat section where you say whether you're divorced, widowed, you know, single. Um, and it always says, you know, whether you place to say how many kids you have. So I don't think you need to necessarily mention any of that. And, but I definitely, I think that it's just always a good idea to just stay positive, you know, in your profile. Cause I think a lot of people want to go to, um, you know, getting out of a horrible divorce, really looking forward to meeting someone, that kind of thing. Like, you know, you definitely don't want to go to the negative. And a lot of men do that too, actually. You know, they like mention their ex-wife and their bio and it's, that's a huge no-no. Yeah. For me, that would be a big red flag. Yeah. 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 Okay. So somebody finds our profile attractive. We go on the first date, we get a little comfortable. And we want to give the details of our past relationship, good or bad. Yeah. I mean, I usually say not on the first date, you know, of course, every situation is different. You know, if you, you're both really feeling a major connection and you really both want to share, that's one thing, but I sometimes would, you know, overshare maybe on my first date. And I realized that was a big turnoff right away. You know, a couple of people even said like, yeah, a little too much about your divorce. <laughs> so, you know, it's yeah. like something that you're, it's so on your mind. So it's hard not to talk about it, but you really have to leave that for your friends. Um, so I usually say, and and actually a lot of people find, have told me that they get asked about why they're divorced on their first date, which I think is really inappropriate. I think if somebody brings it up, that's one thing, but to ask somebody, you know, why did you and your ex get divorced? I mean, that's just a very very can be a really personal question yeah. and very loaded. Um, so that's obviously definitely something to, to steer away from. That's great advice. I think we are in an age where, you know, we feel honesty is the best policy and it is, but I tell all my clients and, and I'm not on the dating end of things, but on the moving on end of things, you're not living your divorce. Divorce is like a part of your life. It's a thing that happened, right? Yeah. Like yeah. you wouldn't say like, I am diabetes. You would mention it later on. I had diabetes, right? right? Or something like <laughs> right, that. Right. So it's yeah. a part of your life. Yeah. It's not your whole life. I think that's such good right. advice. Um, I know you met your husband, your partner on Tinder, which is 
probably like has shock value for most people who hear that because people associate Tinder with something else. Right. Exactly. And I think it is, especially for, you know, our age and older, I think that everybody thinks of Tinder as still being the hookup app. Um, And it definitely has that aspect to it. But the thing about Tinder is that it, it has the highest quantity of people most of the time, especially in like urban areas, um, but even not just in urban areas, but it has usually the highest qu- uh, quantity. And that doesn't necessarily mean quality, <laughs> but there's definitely a lot of people on there. So you you kind of have everything. So yeah, sure. You have the people that just want hookups. You have the, you know, married people that are looking for a fling. You have, and you kind of have everything. Um, so but there's t- definitely people looking for relationships on there as you know, my partner and I both were, and I've actually had several clients meet their, their current partners on Tinder and also heard of marriages from meeting. on wow. Tinder. Yeah. So it's actually, I think it gets a bad rap, but weirdly, a lot of the relationships you hear about people meeting online, it's Tinder. Um, and again, I think it's just purely because of the quantity of people. So if you're willing to, what I say to my clients is Tinder can be great if you're willing to swipe and really weed out a lot of people. So So, would you say Tinder like has the highest success rate for relationships? I mean, I don't want to say that because I think also, you know, there's definitely match and, you know, and I hear a lot of, a lot of relationships, um, meeting on Bumble and, you know, um, but I think that for whatever reason, the most that I've heard about have been on Tinder. So wow. I may be a little bit biased too because right. I met my partner on there, but, um, but yeah, I think it actually can work. And I think that a lot of people really steer clear of it. And I don't think that's always, you know, it depends on your personality type, but you know, I don't think that's always the best case. Now, second to Tinder, what, what are some that you think are like really <laughs> dynamic and working well for the dating world? Yeah. Well, I think right now, um, for hinge is huge. That's kind of like the big one you hear about right now. Um, and originally it was like mostly younger people, but it's, it's definitely evolved into, I would say, you know, my clients in, in New York, for sure, New York, LA, even if you're under 60, you're probably on hinge. Wow. Um, yeah. So it's, it's actually really, it's gotten, yeah. Okay, so Tinder, Hinge. I know, um, I mean, Match has been around forever. Like Hinge wasn't a thing when I was single. I think it has the stereotype of like being more serious. Like that's where you go when you want to get married. Do you think that's true? I think, well, it's interesting because what I, I always had that impression too. And I went on Match when I first became single. Um, for me, I felt like it was not so city oriented. It was a lot of people who lived outside the city. So, Mm -hmm. um, but it definitely has the fact that you have to pay for it is, you know, it makes it a little more serious than maybe some of the free apps. Um, and, but it definitely skews a little bit more older. I would say the crowd is more older in general, but also, you know, you do have a lot of people that like have only heard of match really, you know, they're like, Oh, match, that's where you meet someone. So then they kind of just go on there. So again, it's like, it does have a lot of people on there too, that the quantity is pretty high on match too. So, you know, the, the problem with match though, is that kind of anyone can reach out to you. It's not about, you know, with Tinder and hinge and, um, Bumble, you have to, 
both, you know, match with each other before you can message. Right. Um, whereas on match, you know, you can reach out to anybody. So that can be a little overwhelming, but, and then, you know, I, the one thing about match two to be careful of is that for my older clients, I have clients that are in their sixties and seventies, they're all on match. And there is a big, I don't know for whatever reason, but there, there's a lot of scammers on there. So it's something to be careful of and be aware really? of. Really? Yeah. So, and oh, that's scary. It's too, it's too bad because I don't know why match isn't being more diligent there must be a way they could be more diligent about that, but people create a fake profile and they put up fake pictures. You know, they have this, I've had a couple of clients, um, one who he really went far with it and was like sending this person money and, you know, she could never talk for some reason, but you know, her mom was really sick and he was like sending her money. And, you know, then I have another client who just, that's kept, like, kept, um, did you watch nine perfect strangers? No. Oh, on no, HBO, one of the characters that happened to her, she got like totally scammed, catfished, the whole thing. Oh, yeah, that's scary yeah. that that happens in real life, Alyssa. It, no, it is. It is. And I think it's something I actually did a, um, a blog and a newsletter about it because I feel like it's something that doesn't get talked about enough, you know, and it really is something to be, you know, I have a couple of female clients that are in their 60s and they get targeted and, you know, and it's just like how a lot of, you know, older people get targeted for phone calls where they're like, you know, they get scammed on the phone. It's the same thing, you know, so they they message back and forth with this person. It seems like a real person. They may even talk on the phone with the person. Oh, um and then they're asked for money. So luckily the few uh, female clients that happened to, they knew to not send any money, but um, they were really frustrated because it, you know, it happened a few times. So, and I'm not saying it just happens on match, but for whatever reason, the the people that I've seen it happen to have been on match. So. Wow. This is really valuable information. Would you happen to have a blog on your website about the, the different apps and, and your yeah, thoughts? Yeah, I do. Okay, yeah. Cool. Cause yeah, we're definitely going to have to link that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah. I, I have like descriptions and, and yeah, kind of like the interface, like describing how to use it and that kind of thing. So amazing. Fear not everybody. Yeah. Like well, you can really dig deep when you stop listening <laughs> to this and do all your research. So you can go into this prepared. Alyssa, what would be your final piece of advice for a divorced mom who is just putting herself out there online? I would say, you know, I think, you know, my major piece of advice actually is to really try to keep a positive attitude. And I think it's easy to, to not, to, to not have that or to lose faith. And like, you know, you have one bad date, you have two bad dates, and then you kind of lose everything. You lose your motivation to do it. And I think that happens a lot and it happens with everyone. And just keeping in mind that everybody's going through the same things, you know, everybody is messaging with someone for a while and then they just disappear and everybody goes on a bad date and everybody, you know, kind of the same things happen to everybody. And just remembering that it's not just you. And I think a lot of, like I do these, I do these group workshops where I think it's so helpful for women to talk to one another about their experiences because sometimes online dating can be really isolating. And especially if, you know, if a lot of people around you aren't doing it. Um, so I think sharing your experiences and realizing, Oh, okay. That doesn't, it's not just me, you know? And I think people can get really down on themselves and, and not realize that it's happening to everybody, no matter what age you are. And, you know, doesn't matter. That's really good advice because to not take these things personally, 
would, would make all the difference and to sort of look at it from the outside in and thousands, millions of people yeah. even in the same space. So I love that advice. So your book is out. Congratulations. This Thank is you. so huge. Thanks. What can the readers expect? Well, they can expect lots of tips and advice, like tangible tips and advice. Um, it's broken up into chapter by, you know, your st- discovering your style, writing your bio, taking good photos, including practicing your selfies, <laughs> um, and then actually messaging and, and dating, you know, and kind of the when you're like on the ground, <laughs> finally. So it's kind of step by step. I love it. And I'm so happy this is available because I know that there are so many people who definitely, definitely need it. I know if I were still single for whatever reason, I'd be (laughs) all over it, guys. So it's called The Art of Online Dating, Style Your Most Authentic Self and Cultivate a Mindful Dating Life. And it's available everywhere now. You can order it straight from... Yeah, you can pre-order it, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or also on my website, which is stylemyprofilenyc.com. Yes, yes, I was just going to share. You can go straight to the website, um, stylemyprofilenyc.com. You will also find all of Alyssa's offerings, her amazing blog, where you're going to get deeper, more research-based information and all the good things. And you can even book a call with her. So I'm so glad, Alyssa, that we did this. Thank you for the amazing advice. Can't wait to see everything you. you do next. And for everybody listening, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Imagine a place to get all of the resources you need and deserve while going through the divorce process, from legal and mediation tips to expert co-parenting advice and heartbreak healing words of wisdom. Imagine a place that offered weekly words of wisdom and inspiration curated just for you by me to help motivate you and make you feel seen throughout the toughest days of your divorce journey. Imagine if that place also provided you with the opportunity to connect with other moms who are going through the exact same thing as you. That place exists and it's called the Moms Moving On membership community. With two membership options, you are guaranteed to find your village and thrive in this next phase of your life. Visit my website, momsmovingon.com and click on become a member to join our community now. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Moms Moving On. I hope you found today's episode to be helpful, inspiring, and give you the advice you need to feel empowered and strong as you move on. Don't forget to come say hi on Instagram at the Michelle Dempsey and drop us a line if there's a specific topic or subject you'd like us to discuss. Thanks. Stay strong.